it's Dallas week. You better be up for this. You better be ready to go. And if you're not, if you're one of these people saying it doesn't mean anything anymore, you can go on home because we are talking Dallas week tonight. We go into a place where everybody kick it, kick it, kick it. Yeah, that's the ticket. Shout out to Coolio. Let's go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is episode 149 for us. It's the Red Rocket Shootout. And for a second there, we lost our guy, Deb. But now he's back. He is back, back, back with us. I guess he couldn't handle those Coolio lyrics, man. Shout out to Coolio, by the way. Rest in peace. Rest in power, bro. 59 years old. We should not be so lucky. Yeah, man. That is crazy. Hey, he, he he was, you know... He was iconic in the '90s, Gangsters Paradise, Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic I mean, Voyage. I was in college when that came out. It's great oh, song, man. Great feel good song for the summer, man. Him and Afro Man got me. <laughs> they entertained me for a, a <laughs> Afro Man. Time, Afro Man does man. Jesus music now, man. What? Yeah, that's it's all man. about I love the, Afro Man, dude. He's all about the Christian Christian rap, rap music now. For real. Harnessing yeah. his lyrics for for the greater good. This okay, is the same one song he ever had too. What? Because I got high. He had a mm-hmm. couple good ones, man. He had a couple good songs. Name name, name two Afro Man songs. Colt forty five and two zigzags, baby. That's all we need. Hold on, I bet that's you know South Park part. Mexican too. I bet you know SP Mix too, don't you? I don't. I don't. He had a he had a couple good songs off that one album. That was yeah. I was saying my late mid college years. Afro Man was it was it was good man. I liked him a lot. Afro Man was if, like if you were in Afro Man was perfect if you were in college and like yes, Live it, living that life. Yes, that was that <laughs> there, life. There's this one song, Dev. You know Afro Man, all his songs because there's this man. There's this no, one song. I, 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 I gotta send you. Dude. I got no, 45. I gotta send you uh, Colt Forty Five. That whatever it's called. Um, there's another one. The names escaped me. That like I remember we used to jam out all the time. Like. That was that was Roll something. That was Bingo's jersey. Laid back in your dorm kind of music. Yeah, what's up, Marcus? Welcome to the show, bro. Yeah, Rip Coolio, man. That's what we're saying. Come along and, and ride on this fantastic voyage. Great, great. That was his first single, I think it was. Yeah, it fantastic was. Voyage. Everybody remembers Gangsta's Paradise. That yeah, was, good movie. Good movie. Good great movie. song. Like, it, and they used that song in like. Every hood show of some kind in the mid '90s dropped that song into the show somewhere. Like I remember, like South Central had it, and New York Undercover had it, and and all those shows like that. They're all on Fox. Yeah, shout out to Malik Yoba, New York Undercover. Malik Yoba, that's right. That's the right. nice can dude in there was uh, from the Michael Jackson video, right? It was. Detective yeah. Torres. That's right. Eddie Torres. Backup dancer in uh, beat it. That, that's for sure. Fellas, it's Dallas week, though, man. It's Dallas. It's here. It, the vibes are just weird on social media right now, man. It's like people are half in and half out. I don't like it. I, I don't I don't like it, man. We're supposed to be all in. It's Dallas week, man. We want Dallas. I don't care if we're 
0-16, and it's the 17th game of the season, man. It's Dallas week for us. It's just y'all feeling that same vibe. People just don't seem to be with it right now. I don't know what it is. Because the minute we go below 500, certain groups of people. Every fucking year, I guess. (laughs) Like the minute we're below 500, and it's all the people who wanted to predict that we were going to win like three games this year, right? Because the thing is, is that it's easier to achieve failure than success, all right? Most people have been successful once, failed a hundred times. So it's easy to be doom and gloom because it's more likely that you're going to see failure than success. So it's easier for you to go out there and say, look at me. I was right. Y'all some bums. I knew this team was trash. Blah, 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 blah. I think a lot hey, of these hey, people hey, were... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Eight Mile. Now we go from now we go from, from Julio to Afro Man to Eight Mile. That's what we do here on Command. This. All right, so I'm sorry. Uh, to no, go ahead. Right. and Glock Dookies. Cover everything. Shout out to the Glock Dookies. Even with Yo, the lasers on it. I know at least one person almost threw up watching oh, that clip on Twitter. My gosh! But uh, shout out to them. I literally said, "Don't." google that and he googled it but uh anyway that's the vibe i get it's never the people who were really bullish or have ever truly been bullish it's always the people who from the start were like oh this team's gonna suck ass blah, blah. and it's like i i begin to wonder joe gibbs went oh and five to start his tenure with this team right can you imagine Anyone wanting to give him any kind of cred or any kind of a shot after those five games in this day and age? No. No. They'd already want him fired. And it's like, you know, I understand. That's a bad comparison since that this is year three, that was year one. But it's one and two. The sky is not falling. Not yet, at least. So let, let, let's 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 chill. Look, I watched this Dallas team that we're playing. They're beatable. They don't impress me. Yeah, they won a pretty sloppy game. They they got exposed in the fact that they cannot defend the run. Saquon well, we anyway. So off. yeah, apparently we don't. What's up, Yam? Thanks for thanks for hopping in the show. And Yam says, "Phil, I googled it. I hate you. You could actually." You could actually thank Dev for the Glock Dookie reference, by the way, bro. You can thank Dev for that. I take full credit for the Dookie. Yeah, that's, that's fair. He did all for the Dookie. But yeah, and we, you know, we were just yeah, recapping. Yeah. We were we were giving our condolences to Coolio, who passed away at fifty nine, uh, yeah, just man. to start the show. They're just talking about how the vibe isn't there with Dallas, man. The Dallas week, it's, it's it just seems like it's a little degraded. From the from the tradition, and you know, tonight I'm wearing my RG3 shirt because I feel like we haven't had a good Dallas game since 2012 on Thanksgiving. I feel it's have we had a good Dallas game since then? I don't know, man. The the uh, the Gibson the Gibson the Gibson Dallas game was good. Yes, yes, that was also Thanksgiving, wasn't it? Thanksgiving 2020 was a great Dallas. I mean, it, it doesn't do. 
the 2012 one, but you're right. I, I did forget about that one when I was when I was put, putting putting this on. I don't know. I got butt sized about that one because I was excited. But I was excited. We were also going against. I'm not discrediting it a win, but was that Ben DiNucci? No, that was Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, another Red Rocket. Another Red Rocket. Welcome to the show, the Red Rocket Shootout. We got Carson Wentz versus Cooper Rush. Two Red Rockets lined up under center. Uh, listening to some Cowboys radios today, I was tuning in on Odyssey, and I'm the sorry. people calling in. I did it just on my way to work as an experiment. These people calling in. These I forget which station I listened to in Dallas. They love some Cooper Rush so far. Now they're not saying. Oh, we want Cooper Rush over deck, but they love them some Cooper Rush. Let me tell you. You you, you mean you, you mean that you're not supposed to automatically assume that your backup is better than your no, starter? Only in DC we do that. That's what I never, I've never done that. I've never assumed. That's what I, I will say this though. I will say this. I think Haneke may have fared better last game. I mean, if we go by that same dumbass game plan where we do five step back drops on a three three. Yeah, Heineke would have been. He'd have made more. That's the Heineke kind of game. He bro. would have turned that ball over so no, many times. He would have, but it would have. He would have yeah. threw some touchdowns too. No, he wouldn't have. He, he would have, have man. No time. That would have been exactly yeah. his type Taylor of game. Heineke should never see I, the Taylor Heineke should never I, see the field. I, I agree with you. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he should in be thrown in the NFL, in the XFL, in the USFL, in the AAF, in the AAU, nowhere. I ain't saying he should be should have been in the game. I'm saying those are the type of games he excels in. Yeah. Yeah, said, go look at interviews with Joe Gibbs. After that bad start that Phil was referencing, he was like, we decided to make some changes in personnel and game plans. The sky is not falling. And Yem Man. said, no disrespect to other Commanders fans. I'm a child of the 80s. For me, it's always duck fallacy. Hey, we are all children of the 80s in this, yeah. in this podcast. Hey, uh, what's the name, man? I'll tell you what I also think about that last game. It's it's hard to to if I don't know if you guys have watched the I know we're not reviewing the last game at all. I don't know what we're doing this, but it's hard to watch the all 22 uh, if you just watch some of the clips on YouTube and think that wasn't a winnable game after you see it all again. Yeah. They basically yeah. beat us in one quarter of football for the whole game. Like it, it's 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 we just got bullied and it, it's scary because Dallas has a way better player than they have on the other side that will light your ass up in Parsons. I don't know who's going to block that guy, man. Like I'm run away from it's, him. It's a combination of our, run away of our from center, him. right? Of our center being <laughs> out and our moving our starting guard to center and having a bum play guard and then Cosme getting owned. Uh, you know, it, you got three guys. Three guys, and he, and he got hurt after that. So you got three guys that was either out of position or not playing on offensive line, and you got a quarterback who just got the offense this year, who's probably not adept at calling, you know, uh, protections as much as you know somebody that's been there for a year or two, with no starting center. It's a it's a recipe for disaster. It, 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 like yeah. we basically, and not to mention we ran the ball on a three down line front, like none. You know that that made, we can't do that against Dallas. Dallas is four or five every time, and one of those four is Parsons. The other one of those four is Lawrence. Both of those guys are better than our edge rushers are this year. Yeah, and so we have to do better, man. I don't, I don't know what which is Lawrence going to play this week. I think he is because he got hurt in that game against the Jets. Hurt his ankle. Hurt his ankle. 
Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, yeah, we are expected to get the the uh, the DC Defenders back here in DC for XFL in 2023. So excited, excited, excited about that uh, playing at Audi Field. But if you're bailing on this team at one and two, don't go become a Defenders fan either. <laughs> um, Marcus says, "I rewatched the film. Our O line looks slow." Yam says, I refuse to watch any clips or film breakdowns of the past game. I watched it live. I don't need to repeat. I think a lot of people feel that way. It just almost adds salt to the wound. And uh, I did. I went back and watched it, and Dev's right. You can't watch that game and not get this feeling of, we could have won this. Man, look, dude, they literally lined up in 3-3-5 three, three, and put four. It looked like five defensive backs were running. That's a run all time. day. They, you, they can, you can get at least four yards. You can get at least run four the ball yards. On the guy was getting 4.6 or 7 yards of carry outside that dumbass where Cosby got blown up and he got hit. And yards minus, the minus 10 yards. Yeah, right. backwards. Yeah. After that, before that, he was like a one, he was like 4.6 yards of carry. He wasn't even running him. Yeah. Like, it didn't make sense. There was no – they were they was basically sending three, lining Riddick up as an outside edge rusher, as a fourth rusher, but he was just going from left to right every now and then. He was just bull – he wasn't even speed rushing. He's 240, 235, 240 pounds. Put it this way, Riddick is so light that he left Arizona because he did not want to play on the defensive line anymore. He wanted to play linebacker, dog. That's why he left Arizona. He's light. He's fast and quick, man. And he bull rushed Cosme every time. He if you're won fast, every though, time. If you're fast and you're strong enough, you can bull rush. Man, all he beat long. that dude every time, dog. I can yeah. see one or two times every time. He when he wasn't getting hurries, he got sacks. You know what I'm saying? That's imp- and the thing is, uh, the other defensive end, which is uh, what's the guy from Michigan? Uh, Jalen or the guy yeah. from Michigan that plays defensive end for Philly. The guy was out there. Uh, uh, Gibson was blocking him man to man. A few times and holding them, and there was five linemen guarding three defensive linemen, and they were winning every time, bro. That's guts, man. That's not that's not coaching. That's not players, man. That's guts. That's guts, man. I don't know what happened because man, and, watch, and, the, and watch the tape. I'm gonna all kill this again. right now, though. I'm gonna kill this right now. All right, Sam Cosby had a bad game. All right, yeah, all of them had a bad game. Sam Cosby, all of them had a bad game. Not one guy didn't give up. I, I understand that, but there's already this. Cosby should be going move to guard. No, man, I'd do it to get. Uh, to get uh, I mean, to get Trey Turner off not, the field. I'd he do is it. Not Brandon Sheriff, all right, man. To get he Trey Turner off Brandon the field, Sheriff, he's better than Brandon Sheriff as a tackle. Is he better than Trey Turner at guard, though? I don't care. Yeah, if you, you don't you, care, you don't give up a tackle. Lucas in that you tackle. Give up a tackle for a guard. Man, I didn't see Lucas give up no tackles, no sacks. Lucas didn't come in until after they had stopped blitzing. Yeah, I don't know if they stopped. They stopped getting. They stopped getting to the quarterback. I don't know who thought that was. Not because Cornelius Lucas came in and saved the day. It wasn't. But it was definitely because Turner wasn't in the game. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's the point I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. I our offensive line is generally one of our strong suits, so I'm gonna chalk this one up to maybe they not being prepared because they didn't have a starting center, had to shift a bunch of guys around, a bunch of injuries, and even uh even uh, Leno was uh, banged up a little bit. So yeah. I'm gonna chalk it up to that. We'll see you next game, man. We'll see. But you can't look like that against Parsons, man. He's gonna. Ex- Parsons is better than all them dudes on Philly put together. Yeah. And he plays middle linebacker. Marcus said you might have been referring to Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. That's what Old I was dude, man. He, he got it. He got his. Man, he was kicking Leno's ass, man. He was. But but the only guy I could block him was Gibson. And Gibson's by far is our worst pass blocking running back on our yeah. team. 
I would say McKissick is better than Gibson. That's the other thing, though. All right. Why, if, if, and this is this piece again, this this zero adjustment by our offensive coordinator, who we had been shooting some serious bail towards Uh because our offense was moving the ball weeks one and two. And here it is. You see that this is going on, all right? Your, Your offensive line is getting just blown up. And he does nothing, nothing to protect them. And you right. got it. You got you know, or help them out. Get them. Give them some. Give them some aid. All right. You know, if your offensive line is taking it on the chin, you got to get. Out, you got to change up the plan. All right. We have been successful moving the pocket. We saw it a lot against Jacksonville. We saw it in the second half against Detroit. What do those things have in common? We moved the ball. All right. Everybody knows that, you know, supposedly, and you see it this year, the fundamentals of this pass offense are the air, is the air Coriel, right? And you see it because we try to go downfield a lot more. We, I think, And I think that uh, Scott Turner is so excited to finally be able to execute this offense the way he wants to because he finally has a quarterback who can do it. The problem is, and this is where you get this straight, Joe Gibbs was a disciple of Don Coriel. Joe Gibbs ran the Air Coriel passing offense the entire time he was here. What is something all of our quarterbacks did, no matter if they were mobile like Joe Theismann or if they were flat iron-footed like Mark Rippon, we moved the pocket, all right? We ran rollouts, bootlegs, naked bootlegs. We had, you know, we had pocket slide. You know, quarterback would move in the pocket area. Even with Mark Rippon, he he's not mobile, but you can Mark slide Rippen the pocket so around. Shit. I could yeah. probably run a, fa- a forty faster than Mark Rippon, and I am slow. Yeah, they still moved it though. He still moved around, and it was effective, very right. effective. And Scott Turner needs to learn to take a page out of that book because that is the book that he is using for our passing offense. When it works, we've seen the results. Yeah, I. Do you think it's a byproduct of them being afraid to? put the ball back in Gibson's hands like they did before. Man, I would wonder that. You know what I mean? Like, they're barely I, giving him the ball. To, you to don't have a choice. I wonder team. that. That's what they're I was just wondering. Waiting do they for just Robinson not, to come back. Do you they, they just not trust sense. that guy? Yeah. Is, is it that bad? Not trust him? I don't know. Like, I, I wonder that, man, because it made no sense for a guy getting 4.6 yards of carry going against a three-down line set with three linebackers. You can't run the ball. Yeah, makes when no you were sense, running bro. good, you just refused. I also didn't see, like I said, any of those plays where Samuels was lined up back there, but maybe one or two. Well, and they blew like, up one early. Yeah, I, it's, it's like they get so discouraged by getting beat on one play. Like one play changes everything. Like, oh, well, they stopped the run on this play. Like they stopped us for 11 yards on one carry, so we might as well not run it again. That's how you feel. Right. Like one time they ran the ball, right? They ran the ball for 11 yards on one carry. On the first carry, first down. They ran it on first down, 11 yards. That was early then, third quarter. And then, and then it was Three pass, passes in a row. It was pass, fumble. pass, pass, fumble strip, got it back, punt. Yep. Then we got the ball back, pass, pass, run, because it was so deep, because of sacks, we just ran a draw to get some punt yards. It's 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 insane, man. Like, I don't know. I, I was on the bandwagon until I watched the, a lot of the off for 22s they got from YouTube. I was on the I was on Scott Turner's bandwagon for so far. He's got caught a good year, but man, the last game, man, it's like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? What are you man? doing? It's, it's we're it, already it's, having a hard time blocking. Like Phil said, move the pocket, or 
make us make a lot of shifts so you can turn their receivers into linebackers and run the fucking ball, bro. Marcus says Rivera is too stubborn to call Eric Flowers. Well, you don't need Eric Flowers if uh, if just get a center. How about you quit making guys that aren't center centers? Just go get a fucking center. Yeah. You know, he's not I, coming I back. He's not, only happened to him. He's not coming Eric back. Eric Flowers doesn't want to play for us because Eric Flowers was pissed off about the fact that he was not going to start this year. Right. Because he got out. I think he was going to start. He just didn't want to take that pay cut. Well, you're going to pay somebody. Yeah, you're going to cut someone's pay if they're not going to start. No, I think he was going to start. I think he just well, he was to, not. No, I think it was going to no. be him and Schweitzer. Norwell came in after Schweitzer after got killed. Schweitzer was already taking that spot from Flowers. No, nah. Norwell was already on on uh, uh, a done deal. Norwell wasn't on the team, man. No, but they knew they were going to sign Norwell, and they wanted to give Flowers a chance to catch on somewhere else because I think, Flowers. I think if wanted Flowers had took that pay cut, Norwell wouldn't be here, man. Yeah. Well, Yams, Yams says, you know, don't, don't think they're afraid. Uh, maybe they're just not confident the line can, can can block for him. And Marcus says the running back, Jonathan Williams, ran the ball twice pretty good. Uh, let him touch the ball more. But 20 minutes into this show, I think we actually have to start the show now. And yeah, talk about, about the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> we got beat by them. They better than us. Let's go to the Dallas Cowboys. It's time we take that loss. We tuck it away. We remember it for next time. I thought we did that on Monday morning. Morning, you know, the morning we did on Monday, but uh, all good, you know. Don't we're, get we're discouraged, fellas, because we all expected them to not play well. Yeah. Like, no one expected them to play well all year. We knew there was going to be ups and downs, troughs and waves, whatever you call them. Now, you don't I, play well all year and get to 10 and 7 like I'm still predicting. I got seven and nine or seven and ten. Yeah, I'm probably sticking with seven and nine. But all right, well, let's talk about the 2022 Cowboys. Um, real quick, let's just go over their their. I mean, three, two and one. Uh, they they clearly Dak, Dak went down with that uh, sure. that injury, and Cooper Rush stepped in. I think Dak's injury is a thumb that uh, right thumb. Um, right now, um, as of today, they had uh, limited. Practice from Dalton Schultz, uh, the tight end, who's their their number, their starting number one uh, tight end. Uh, outside linebacker, outside offensive lineman Connor McGovern was limited. Demarcus Lawrence was limited today with a foot injury. Uh, J. Ron Kirst, their strong safety, was limited with a knee injury. And then Michael Gallup, Luke Gifford, and Simi Fajoko, their wide receiver, uh, all full practice today. But the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys, the Cowboys. They are two and one. They played since the the Tampa Bay Bucks, where they lost. Um, to Tom Brady on opening day on September 11th, uh, 19-3. They Tom Brady. They did, 19-3. to They came back the next week, played the Bengals. They won 20-17, to and they beat the New York Giants this past Monday night on Monday Night Football, 23-16. to So they haven't had any dominant victories, but Cooper rushes at the helm. Uh, the other Red Rocket, we'll call him Red Rocket 2, or 1 Alpha, uh, compared to Carson Wentz. And uh, just going over he's some of their stats. <laughs> yeah, he's a cowboy. We hate him anyways. Uh, they are 28.9% in third down percentage conversions. And Trash. for defense, they are 33.3%. So they've Good. given up 14 out of 42, which is um, – they don't have a rank for it. But their offense right now is ranked uh, 27th in third down percentage, and their defense is ranked 12th overall in uh, – giving up third down percentages. So not, not too bad for the defense. I think defense is clear. They're strong suit uh, going over their depth chart real quick. 
You got Cooper Rush right now starting. They only I don't know who the other backup is they signed, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott at the RB1, Tony Pollard uh, as the backup, who's you could argue that you know, he's just as effective at Ezekiel Elliott. C.D. Lamb, who's great, but he just drops the ball. Michael Gallup and then Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern, uh, Tyler Biadez, Zach Martin, who's a stalwart uh, right guard, and then the right tackle, Terrence Steele. Going over to their 4-3 defense, they got Demarcus Lawrence on the left. Osa Idigazua, uh, defensive tackle. Quinton Bohana, right defensive tackle. Dorrance Armstrong on the right outside. Will, Lam- Will linebacker is Anthony Barr. Middle linebacker, Leighton Vander Esch. And the Sam linebacker, at least on paper, is Micah Parsons. Cornerbacks, uh, Anthony Brown. Um, Trevon Diggs. Uh, safeties, Jaron Kirsten, Donovan Wilson. So that's the oh, team for so the Cowboys. Very good to meet his son again. <laughs> yes. Sam's gonna so. meet his son again. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Ref the Districts? I'm boys Nathan Trevor Stoner. If you haven't already done so, please go like and subscribe. Their channel on YouTube. Always love our fellas checking in. Great Sam, show, great up? show. Great show. Uh right says, I, I still Dallas. think the Giants are a better team than people are giving them credit for outside of their bum quarterback, Danny, Danny Dimes. Man, I don't know if you saw the last play of the game where I was watching it and he <laughs> He threw that pick, and it was a very Eli Manning moment. He just kind of sat there just like, who? Because just a, a a dumb face. His receiver fell down. I mean, it, it happened, and, and then Trevon Diggs was there to pick it off with the game-winning. He fell down uh, and got hurt for the season, too. Shepard's done. Totally no, it wasn't Shepard. It was a different receiver that fell oh, down, I think. I know Shepard uh, fell down. He went to shit. do a, a, a hard, I don't know, maybe a slant or a post, and he just fell, and Diggs just came right in and swooped it up. But. Uh, Marcus said he studied the Bengals versus Cowboys game. They kept running to Parsons' side. Yes, he's a beast, but the second half worn down, pass rush, suffer. That is the key. Uh, Yam says the Cowboys don't scare me. What scares me more is our team not playing against potential against them. So, Dev, we'll start with you, man. So, we just ripped off the Cowboys roster. Um, what do you think this team is like, man? Just oh, they, you- they blitz. They come at the quarterback in, in uh, loads, man. Um, and that is so far, uh, Wentz's or Turner's kryptonite, uh, however you want to call it, you know, just run at Wentz a million times and they'll abandon the run. Then you got a one dimensional. Um, that's that seems to be the, the game plan for everybody versus us. So that's what I'm thinking I'm gonna see from their roster just a lot of Parsons and Lawrence, unfortunately. We got to go some 21 personnel, two linebackers, man. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd bring the stats up for you. Looking at their sack total, um, you can see Micah Parsons leading the leading the team with four, uh, followed by Dorrance Armstrong and then Demarcus Lawrence with three. So they four have – leads the league, by the way. Does it? Know. Okay. They have yeah. 13, 13 total. I know Eagles have 12. But of those 12, guess how many came last Sunday? Like 10 or 11 of them. Nine. Nine. <laughs> so that's a flawed number. When you see the Eagles are like that, number that's, three That's in the, the only thing. I flawed. saw something like that today that said uh, Wentz is the most sacked quarterback in the league and not, and he has 15 total. Nine came in one game. So I'm like, man. You still can't I'm, let up three a game. I know. But on one hand, though, on one hand, if we had nine, we wouldn't even be in the bottom half of the league. Yeah. You know it. It's it's all about perspective. You have to, if you watch the games and you know that's why I'm almost kind of concerned or kind of elated maybe that maybe it's just one game. Maybe the line is like that for one game because I haven't seen our line be the reason we've lost games in a long time. Honestly, 
that usually is a strong part. Even when we have to replace guys, man. I mean, we've lost two all pros in the last three years, bro. We lost another pro boy at center twice in the last three years, and they've always held it together. But for yeah. some reason, last game, they couldn't do shit. And it felt like all the snaps were low. He had to reach for every one of them. It felt weird, man. Yeah. I don't know. Get a, get a fucking center run, man. Quit fucking around and moving guys out of position. Get a That's, motherfucking center and a mic while you're at it. But get a center on the way to get a mic. How about that? Right. On the way. Uh, Red Edition says two words. Cooper Rush. Hey, that's why we're calling this the Red Rocket Shootout. There, You know, if we can play like we did in game one or, or the second half of game two, I, I don't see why we can't win this game. Uh, Jimmy Lee Patterson. Welcome, bro. Missed your last couple weeks, man. Said, damn, since these all white unis look like leopard print. I have not seen it. I haven't turned it yeah, on I yet. Like I, need, I need to go ahead and I tell you, I tell you what we should call there. the game, though, Steve. We should call it the Ginger Bowl. The, I, well, okay. I was going to do something like that. I was the trying to stay a little bowl, more bro. PC. I was going to do that. I figured Red Rocket was a little more, you know. Well, Red Rocket slang for a dog's dick, too. So. Yeah, I, I understand Ew. that. But I didn't know that. Ew. Dev, come on. Ew. Dev, you knew that. Ew, I didn't know that, man. What? what, what well, I mean, we didn't know what a Glock Dookie was either, so I guess that's reciprocated, you know, uh, back when and forth. I was going to say ginger son, but, you know, I don't want to offend Ginger anybody. bowl. Yim says, uh, similar how through two weeks our offense was like top five overall, but after week three, we dropped to bottom six. One performance can make it. We are not. Where did this swing. come from that we're bottom six? We're like, we're not in any, what measurable category are we bottom six? That's like looked at for that. We're like 17th in yards. We're 12th in points. Where's this bottom six? Basically all of our bad fortune has happened time. in one week on yeah. offense. All of our offensive numbers all of a sudden look bad after one week. Yeah. but That's why I keep saying it's week three. It is week three. So, Phil, give us, give us a rundown of what you think the, the 2022 Cowboys are. Uh, not impressive. I, I actually said this before. I really thought that the Cowboys regressed after last season. Right? And you're seeing it. They're not – I mean, they, they're two and one, but it's not an impressive two and one. No. One and two. It's, They're the backup quarterback. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, they got by with a backup quarterback, and they picked up two wins. But yeah, I mean, really, you know, it's it's not like the Giants. The Giants are uh, are two and one as well, right? No, yeah, they're they're two. I don't yeah, know, Giants. Right, yeah, they're right, two right. and one, but. Even then, like their two and one is more impressive because we didn't expect that from them. Dallas being two and one, but they've looked sluggish. When they played the Giants, they beat the Giants, and who's the other team they beat? They beat the, the, they, uh, the Bengals, who were sorely beat, underachieving. They lost the Bucks, well, their offensive the line Bengals, is worse than ours. Yeah. Look at their rushers. They have two people that run the ball. Ezekiel at Tony Potter. One of them dudes go down. They are fucked. No, here's the thing. It depends. If it's Zeke, they're still in it because Tony Pollard is way better than Zeke. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't see Tony Pollard as a guy who can carry the ball 20 times. I just don't think he can do it. You look at their um, receiving yards. Noah Brown, a dude, no one really knows who he is. I mean, Lead drops Ceedee Lamb have. That's what I'm they interested. don't have. They don't have drops on here, but we probably need to look that up. And Ceedee Lamb's number two is with 191, but they only have two yeah. touchdowns because only through two touchdowns have been thrown all year by their quarterbacks. He's a backup quarterback, like I said. You got to hit CD Lamb, man. If you get let him get in the open field, man, he's gonna. We need we need Fuller to play the same defense he played against Philly. I'm not saying that he did get mossed three times, but he was there. You didn't see him nobody run up the field. 
sometimes, man, players are just going to win, bro. Like, sometimes that that's a reason that guy was the number one receiver and the best player in college football <laughs> a year ago. There's a reason for that, man. Yeah. You know, so he's got they're gonna win some battles. I think I think C D Lamb, man, um, he doesn't have as good a hands as this guy. He's gonna leave you a chance to knock it up in the air on him, man. Like yep. get up on him, smack him around a little bit, man. If you lose one, you lose one. Marcus you says, know? uh, hopefully I think he's taking Schweitzer is out of protocol. We should start Martin at center and Schweitzer in place of Turner. Man, uh, West Jimmy- Martin was the worst player I've ever seen in my life when he was here. Not West time. Martin, it's Zach Martin's brother. That we just signed. Oh, I thought it was oh. West Martin we got. Yeah, West Martin's terrible. Uh, Jimmy says, bottom six, we got shut out in the first half of the two games. Uh, Yam says, Phil, I don't remember. I haven't seen it posted. I have seen it posted multiple times across various social media sites, podcasts. I don't know the metrics they are all accounting for, though. Yep, Jimmy, but we said nine sacks, too. at the actual numbers, you can pull it up right there on the screen. If you look at our offensive ranking. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to pull it up right now. We are currently 12th in points scored. We are 19th in offense. All right. There's 32 teams in the league. So we're bottom middle right now. And that's just because of one game. We were much higher before that. We were like second in the league <laughs> or something yes. like that. I mean, I'm looking through here to see where we're at, you know, bottom six. That puts us at 26th or worse. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not seeing anything in here offensively. Except for we're thirtieth in. I don't even know what this is. SC percentage. Yeah. Percentage of drive scoring and an ending in an offensive score. That's it. Yep. Uh, real yeah, quick injury update. Uh, Charles Leno was limited today. Schweitzer still a, a did not play with a concussion, just like um, Marcus said. Sam Cosme, St. Juiced, Tuhill, and Daniel Wise were all full practice. They have been limited on Wednesday. So, oh, where the, oh, fuck, no, where the fuck was Sadiq Charles at, bro? He was also uh, injured as well. I mean, as far as you mean in the game, he yeah, had a shoulder he? injury. He practiced. I don't know. I'm just glad he's. He had a good count. And that's me saying it. I hate that dude. But. Yeah. I'm, I don't really hate Sadiq Charles. I just am pissed off we got rid of Trent Williams and that's what we got back. That's why I really – if we had just drafted him, I wouldn't be pissed off about it. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know why my voice sounds like Lil Wayne's right now. but. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 2022, I don't think we need the stats anymore unless you guys want to see them. But you know what? Let's, let's, uh, let's pull up the commander stats real quick. Let's see how we we fare against against them and oh uh, yeah, I might accidentally get to see Steve's porn history. Here it goes. <laughs> I bet it's midgets. <laughs> oh, not so much. All right. So the commander's so commander stats. Let's let's roll these in here real quick. Get through some of these. As all right, here we go. One and two, here's our injury practice for the today. Sadiq Charles, you can see he had a shoulder injury. Um, Charles Leno didn't practice. Wes Schweitzer didn't practice. So Jackson's One, back. Two, Thank three, God, four. no more wild goose shit. That's four starting linemen hurt. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> Leno, Leno, Leno should have Hopefully it's precautionary. Swore. They said that they're giving him veteran, a veteran's day. You know. Man. 
So our offense is still ranked 19th in yards. Defense is 27th in yards. I mean, if you want to talk about our defenses in bottom six, yeah, that, that, that right there. But. Is uh is is Robinson close to playing? Is they said he's going to play? I think this they week said or? week five, maybe eligible week five. He's so so is so is Chase, right? Yeah. So that Titans game, you're going to be seeing maybe our Titans number Chase. one attraction and the guy who's probably our number one inspiration. I don't think I don't think Chase and Cole, uh, the tight end Turner, right? Also, same week. Is he out? Is he on pup? Uh, I'm not sure. He was on pup. I think he is. Not sure. Um, So these are our injuries. These uh, are defensive numbers. You can see, eh, 47 percent. We're we're converting on third down, which is really good. (laughs) Respectively, in the league. Here's the thing: we, we were better on right. third down than Philly was. Yeah, and and look right, at they the made their they made their, they made their point on three bombs, and one of them should have been overturned. And our defense is ranked fifth overall in third down conversions. Our offense is ranked. Yeah, seventh. I mean, we That's get a team to third down, down, we stop them. I mean, we stop Philly multiple times on third. Well, down. we're in short. They're also just getting first downs on first and second downs. So sometimes they're not even getting the third down. But when but, they get the third down, we're stopping them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, I don't know. I think we're good on the the, the stats here, but um, Jimmy had asked about the power rankings. So real quick, let's let's go ahead and flash those here. Real we are quick. at thirtieth. You are gonna. Well, well this is this time. is pro football talk. So fucking Florio. Oh, it's Florio. I'm surprised but, you didn't have it for thirty-two. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. So Dolphins, oh, Eagles, Bills, God. Packers. Can you guys see this? Is that is that showing? Yeah, Bills, Packers. Rams, Chiefs, Bucks, Ravens, Cowboys at number nine with Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. The Bengals, Jags, the Jaguars. Now, I know they had one good game. The Titans, the Browns. Titans are one and two. The Niners with terrible Jimmy Garoppolo is playing like dog shit. We're probably higher rated than the Titans in offense and defense, too. Uh, I'm sure we might be. Higher rated than the Titans on defense and offense. I think that might be possible. He has us ranked all the way down at 30th. Now, this is just one opinion, and it's also – I think it's dated. It was from September 27th, so that was two days ago. But, anyway, that's just – you know, the national media never gives us any any – Mike Mario is trash. Until we win, I agree with him. Um, Tony, what's up, brother? Tony. Welcome to the show. Said Philly was a clunker overall. Even Dotson had uncharacteristic drops. Looking for him to bounce back. Dallas's secondary is not scary. It's not. And uh, yeah, shout out to Tony. I got to meet him at Joe Theismann's for the uh, opening. We don't. Day. We don't throw a lot uh, of quick outs. Alexandria. Good to meet Tony. We don't throw a lot of quick outs, uh, which is what Diggs feasts on. So I don't. I feel good about that. But you know, we could have used it last game. Or like two uh, yards. We should have. <laughs> Instead, that? we did plays that were. 40 yards downfield every yeah. play instead of funny how we used to get mad. We never threw the ball deep and that seems like that's all we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marcus said Turner's not on pup. Uh, okay. Chris alone. Thanks for joining said, Hey, put wrong. in John Ridgeway, put in Shaka Tony on at least eight downs. He is money. Yes. Shaka Tony can rush. Phil has, Phil has been on the Shaka Tony train for about two years now, man. I, I give him respect for that. Totally we love to have Ioannidis right now though. I mean, so Ridgeway's a backup defensive tackle. Is he really that good? 
I don't know much about Ridgeway. I'm just looking at his his uh he's a giant, right? He's real big. He is a round we picked him in the fifth round, or excuse me, Dallas picked him in the fifth round, and I think we signed him. Um I'm trying to remember when we actually signed him. Before this past week. Okay, so he was a, a, a holdover, but I don't know. His his measurables, he's six five, three twenty-one. That's a big boy right there. Can he get leverage though? I don't know. How big is he know. again? Six five three twenty one. Yeah, that, that was a huge guy. That's a big like dude. He went to Arkansas. Lines, short yardage. Arkansas. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Kansas. Six six three twenty six. Arkansas. Yeah. Big dude, man. Yeah. And uh, Marcus said we should hire Phil for our new GM. <laughs> man, speaking of, I think that's don't, what happens if, if anything happens. Like I think Ron just goes to the front office and hires his replacement. I think oh. that. I think that's what would happen since he's yeah. done an excellent job in that regard. If he's the truly in charge of getting all this stuff together. Right. All right. Let's go to the next segment. Uh, Phil Washington wins. If, if we run the ball 30 times, never happening. I know, but that's, I don't care that's if we're up 25 in the fourth quarter. We ain't running the hold, ball. Hold, 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 let me explain. Let me explain. All right. If you watch the Dallas Giants game, you know that Dallas does not stop the run. They can't. They don't. They're not good at it. It's not what they're built for. Saquon feasted big time. Hell, Daniel Jones was running all over him yeah. and didn't trip over his own feet. Um, you have this. Look right now. You have to. Help, you have to give our line some help because they're banged up, right? Got to. And I said this, I have said this multiple times on this very podcast. If you want to build an offensive line's confidence and ability to do what they want, you have to give them the opportunity to impose their physical will upon the defense. You do that through running the ball. All run right? the dang ball. Hey, check this hey, out. Dang, you run the fucking ball. Just off, off what you were saying, look at this. So the, on the left is is the Dallas co- uh, column, and on the right is the opponents. So when you say rushing, they are giving up 4.9 yards a carry, okay? 136 yards per game. There's, You're That's right. There's no – no, this is their opponents. Their, their opponents are earning 136 yards rushing per game. We should be running it down their throat. I almost want to go back. I and they're only back averaging like get. 15 or 16, 17 points a game. Too. Yeah, what are, what are we averaging per game? 5.4. But we're not laying up a lot of yards per se because we're because teams are trying to throw on us. And we and you know, and realistically, our run defense would look a lot better. But uh, you know, Detroit got in on us. It was now, one game that inflated those stats too. We're only averaging 86.7 yards. Per game, yeah. So the the odds are there, but okay. So Phil says, impose your will on the other team, and that's how run Washington the ball. Wins. Run the ball, Dev. Washington wins if block uh, for Wentz. Give him time. Don't drop back five step drops uh, on first and second down. Um, I just block. Block, block, and block some more. And if that fails, block again, bro. Block some more. Block. Yeah, that's right. Hey, for you guys in the chat, let us know, man. Washington wins if. Uh, Jimmy says, if we win, it'll be our defense. I hope so, man. I really, 
I mean, really, Scott, Scott Turner going there with a so, Glock Dookie and pointed us off in the line and say, first one give up a sack, getting this Glock Dookie. <laughs> Chris, Chris alone says, we win. You can put our goal line defense on every second down the first half. How could that? <laughs> how could that hurt? Well, if they're just going to keep running the ball. Uh, Marcus says, Washington wins with Jonathan Williams and Antonio Gibson controlling the clock, wearing down the pass rushers, play action. Jack Del Rio get creative blitzes and JD and our front four. Oh, okay. Can I, I want, can I touch on that? Can I touch sure. on, on something here? That's all correct. Our defense, I, I'm going to shoot Del Rio just a little bit of bail here. All right. Cause we did hold Philly scoreless for three or four quarters. Right. Philly really took advantage because our defense just kept being on the field for, for stretches at a time. Right. Because the offense would go out there three and out real fast, or they would go out there, you know, Wentz fumbles, they get the ball right back. It's it, your back's already backed up in the red zone. You have to run the ball to control possession. You control time of possession, your defense gets to rest, and they can also get that time to figure out what the other team is doing. All right. You have to, like I said, that's a whole imposing your will. That includes owning the ball, all right? I don't care if we only score 17 points if we hold them to 16. Yeah. And you hold them to 16 by not giving them the opportunity to score. You do that by holding the ball. And Del Rio did get a little more exotic, and it helped that they played more man against Philly. And St. Juiced had three pass defenses against Philly by himself. Philly's team had three passes defense the entire game. Okay, they tried St. Juiced and he held his own. All right. It's proof that man coverage works, by the way. Jack, you pay attention. If William Jackson's back, man coverage with both of those guys on the outside. Put Fuller in the slot. Right. But they blitzed Jamin Davis. He had two sacks. Davis, by the way, top six in the NFL in sacks. Hey, he's he's showing a little bit of Micah Parsons flavor in him, Dev. I'm telling you. You you rush him. And didn't I say that? I said it's before the Philly game. You want to be effective? Just sh- start shooting Davis into yeah. gaps constantly. Get him into I that said line. Just stick him on Hurts, but that wasn't. You said stick him on Hurts. I said shoot yeah. him into the gaps and just have him blitz. Whether it's a run bit blitz, pass blitz, fake blitz, I don't care. <sighs> yeah, Yam says I think we win if we hold Dallas to fourteen or fewer points in the first half. Tony only says, averaging about sixteen a game. Period. Yeah, they're not an offensively strong team right now. Right. Tony says contain Zeke, especially Pollard. Yeah, Pollard's their their wild card. Chris said, last thought, good old fashioned smash mouth fellas. Cooper Rush, he's not a juggernaut. Hit him. And that's that's what Ref the District said earlier. It's Cooper Rush. There's no reason we shouldn't lay waste to him, you know? Shouldn't slay him. We always give back of quarterbacks like we they're clear. Remember on the 2020 run, we had Ben DiNucci, we had Andy Dalton, we had Ryan Finley and the Bengals. We, I mean, we just had a series of backup quarterbacks in 2020. I'm not saying, I'm not taking away the our wins from 2020, but we played a shit ton of backup quarterbacks that year. So for me, Washington wins if. We cannot get off to a slow start. We've gotten off to slow starts the last two games, and it's bit us in the ass, and then you're playing comeback. You know, I don't know if we're built like that yet. So just stay toe-to-toe. That's all you have to do. Toe-to-toe. Don't fall behind 14 points. It ain't going to work. 
That's not the recipe. So just stay in line with their scoring. If we can trade scores, fine. Just don't get that. Don't get behind by no more than 10 points or else it's, it's the game plan goes out the window. Don't get behind. Scott just panics, stops running the ball and uh, who knows? Um, Yam says also, if we win the turnover game for once in God knows how long Tyrone Thomas, thanks for tuning in, bro. He says, Joe Burrow, the Bengals, second and 10, pulled the ball down, ran for positive five yards, and on third down and five, dropped back to pass, pocket collapsed, took off, gained a positive three yards. This put the team in fourth down and short, basically one yard. Went for it, didn't make it. Point I'm making is that Dak has been in the league a lot longer than Joe B, yet he continues to not pull the ball down, standing in the pocket, and deliver the ball at a receiver's feet or late. Are you talking about Carson Wentz? Are you talking about Dak? I mean, Dak's not playing, so we're going to worry about him. But to your point, Carson has been holding the ball way too long this year, especially in that Philly game. You know, I know he was under duress the whole time, but I'm not sure if you were talking about Dak or uh, Carson, but I, point taken, you know, you can't hold on the ball in this league. You should yeah, have an internal as a quarterback. I, I'd only put two of those sacks on Carson doing that. Internal clock, though. One, two, three, check, throw. Like that That has to be the clock. Get out. Get outside the hash marks. No, that can't be the clock when it's one, two, one, three, two, hash four, mark, one, two, five. outside the hash marks, throw. Yeah, if you, it goes back to Scott Turner using yeah, these long developing plays, quick hits, quick hits. We can all see it. We, we call it inside, you know, quick slants, quick slants. We used to joke about Jay Gruden not doing quick slants with Kirk. And when Kirk used to do quick slants, they were always hitting with, with Pierre, with Jamison Crowder. They always worked. That was Terry's bread and butter from Dwayne. A quick slant never not worked. Sorry for the double, double negative. It never not worked. She always worked. Always worked. So Chris yeah. says, look at Sage Rosenfels way back. We fold him like hey, a lawn chair. Not to interrupt y'all. I don't know if y'all watching this right now, but Tua got no. so jacked up. He's like paralyzed like this, man, on the ground. They got everybody running on the field. It's like a horrible scene He's, right now. He had a back injury coming no, into this game. just now. He got, he got suplexed, by the way. Oh, and geez. he was like on the ground, stuck with his hands in a palsy position. He's jacked, man. Look, like oh, he's still geez. throwing. Look, oh my god, man. Uh, like paralyzed, you think? Yeah, it's it's a scary scene, honestly. Clearly, it's a concussion. here comes here comes another rule change. It's a, it's a it's a scary scene, man. I'm not gonna lie. They went to commercial. here comes another rule change. But uh, prayers no up for, uh, quarterbacks. for, for Tula, no, man. Quarter, the, the Pro Bowl is gonna be a flag football game. Yeah. Soon it's gonna be the quarterback wears a flag. Um, all right, next segment, Dallas players to watch on offense and defense. Dev, let's start with you. What do you think two key players are? Or give us a key player on offense and a key player on defense, man. Offense, uh, going about. with Samuels because he's basically been our offensive MVP if we're not talking quarterbacks. Um, but um, so I'm going to go Samuels on offense. Defense, Jamie Davis, man. Um, let's, let's keep blitzing him, man. That's blitzing yeah. That's blitzing 80% of the time. You know, I I think it's going to work out. I think our defense is going to be okay if we, you know, continue to put um, your boy uh, Forrest at, at a kind of a nickel linebacker position and let Jamin come off the edge a little bit. I, I think that'll be a, a better defense and we can keep Curl and, you know, McCain out there. By the way, McCain's played well. I slaughtered him. I'm, I'm, I'm talking – Let's talk Dallas players, Dev. Though real quick. Oh, my who man. like key? I'm like talking like key matchups. 
Oh, who who on Dallas do we need to be king on on offense or or, or defense? Well, defense is easy as Parsons. Straight up. Um, offense. I want to say running attack, man. Watch the combination between Zeke and his backup. Uh, they, they can they combine for a pretty efficient game most nights. So just got to guard those guys. I think running game on defense or they're running game on our offense and Parsons on defense. Straight up, Phil. What you got? I'm going to narrow down devs a little bit more. You need <laughs> to watch. You need to watch Tony Pollard oh. on offense. That's for Dallas. Um, he is the better running back of the two, and just given how we traditionally play, he is the guy that would go off against us. It wouldn't be Zeke. It would be. Um, it would. It would be Pollard. Right, because we would focus on Zeke. So whoever's in the game, you focus on them. Both of them are in the game. You focus on both of them. Um. So it's but it's, it's Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's the guy I would watch. On defense, we know what Mike Parsons is going to do. Um. You you got to watch Lawrence as well. If he plays, if Lawrence doesn't play, then you really, you got, you got to double down on Micah. If Lawrence is out there, you got to make sure you're not ignoring him just because Micah's the bigger name with the bigger numbers and, the, and, and has all the attention, but there you go. I mean, it, those are the two, Tony Pollard and, and Demarcus Lawrence. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. I'm going to go with on offense. You got to watch CD lamb. We saw what, Devontae Smith was able to do to us last week. Just a single person, singular person. Can't let it happen this week, man. Devontae, excuse me, CeeDee Lamb is probably just as capable as Devontae Smith, although I don't think he has as good as hands, noted as we saw in the Giants game on Monday. But, you know, Phil said, and on defense, Phil said you got to watch for Demarcus Lawrence. I'm going to say you also got to watch on the other side, Demarcus Lawrence, who is Dorrance Armstrong, who also has three sacks, just like Demarcus Lawrence. So it sounds like they got a little bit of bookend action going on between those two. And that is not good news for our offensive line, given its current state. Right. And our ability to not use our tight ends and our running backs for chipping. We and got Bates. We got Bates and uh, we got Bates and Thomas. Right? Don't yeah. use them. Together. Use them. They don't yeah, use them use together. You go. You go twenty-one. You go twenty. Uh, uh, no, sorry, twelve personnel. You go twelve personnel. Twenty-one. No, twenty-one is two backs, one tight end. Yeah. Uh, yeah you go yeah, twelve yeah. personnel all day long. Yep. Because here's the thing: if you're going to run the ball. You're gonna want those those tight ends in there anyway. If you're gonna throw the ball, you know that hey, Bates has got pretty decent hands. Logan Thomas is a pass catcher. You want those bodies in there. All right. In the modern NFL, they don't do fullbacks, but they could do two tight ends. Hell, you can let one of those guys, you know, motion back and forth like an old H back. Cooley. Cooley did it. Yeah. Um Look, Gibbs did all the time. Terry Orr, Ron Reed Middleton, did it. Frank Wycheck. All these guys were H-backs. Use them that way. All right? Which is basically an H-back is a glorified motioning tight end. It's really what it is. That they'll occasionally line up at fullback too. Yeah. All right? Go two tight ends. Motion, Again. movement. Again, prayers out for Tua, man. Yeah, straight they, up. They carting them off. Pretty gruesome scene. Man. 
Fitzmagic gonna have to suit up, come out of, come nah, out of uh, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy B from Louisville. Teddy, um, you know, 20, 2018 Man, all they, over his jock strap, and <laughs> I'm kind of glad it didn't work out that way. I really want to drop to a back like fucking. Five drop step backs every play, man. This game I felt like I felt like every play was like five steps back. He was just getting hit. I literally just said to shotguns in a text message, man, they're gonna get that boy killed. Next play. Man, yeah. this it was crazy. funny because coming into this game, the Bengals had a they were a four-point favorite, but yeah, they're still uh, up. Marcus says use Curtis Smith, Samuel in different positions. Right. That's what I want to see. Yeah, he also said the offense from week one. Uh, St. Juice on CD Lamb, majority of the game. If he plays like he did against Philly, yes, sir. Keep it, keep it just like that. And Jimmy says, Gallup is back, fellas. Yep. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was going to be back. We just, we just got to deal with it and, and, and do our best. But let's I'll move on to the. If Jackson's back, I would just, man, man, BSJ and Jackson on their receivers. I don't know yeah. about that. I, I mean, maybe BSJ. I don't know about Jackson. Jackson, man he's coverage, a, he's, man a man, coverage. he's a man corner. I get it. He's a I man corner. We've been playing him in zone this whole time. We have, just like with Josh Norman. We did the opposite. We tried to throw Josh Norman in press coverage, you man. Don't have to, <laughs> the, you don't even have to have your corners travel if you got those two out there doing that. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. They are both have proven to be good at, at man coverage. We saw BSJ doing man coverage one-on-one, and he made some tremendous plays. Yeah. Straight up, straight up. All right, let's move to predictions. So, if you're here, still listening, thank you. We appreciate you this far in the game. But now we're at the last segment. Let's talk predictions. So, given all that we talked about, we previewed the offense, we previewed the defense, we talked about the ability of both teams, where they stand statistically, their strength, their weaknesses, players to watch. So, given all those factors, where do you guys think predictions are for the game this weekend? And uh, Dev, let's start with you. I think they're probably a plus five to beat us, right? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now for uh, from Vegas inside. I would say three, given, five, given three, or four, three or four. So right now, Dallas is a three and a half point favorite. Well, they're already getting three and a half points at being at home. So that's a yeah. pull, a pick them. It's a pick them. Point five. Uh, I guess I told y'all over, over yeah, under is 41. So they're calling this to be a low scoring game. I'm telling you the offense been the home. Tump, Terry, yeah. Teddy, well, ve- one, one Vegas insider has them at a minus five for Dallas, but everywhere else, MGM has a minus three Caesars minus three. So yeah. DraftKings 3.5. So it's basically a pick up or a point half point. To Dallas, so it's it's practically a pick'em. So so given that knowledge, what do you got for a score, Dev? Over under they have is estimated to be forty one points. I'm gonna go twenty four seventeen. Um, the good guys, which is us. Twenty one. Twenty what? Commies win twenty four seventeen. Twenty four seventeen. Commies. Washington football team, WFT, yeah. <laughs> for short. Phil, what do you got? Um, I'm trying to think of the actual number. I know what, about what I'm going with. Let's say nineteen sixteen. 
good guys. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be old-school NFC East brutality. It's going to be just everybody beating. This is going to remind me of like... um, I'm going to take you all back. If you remember the 92, 92, the year after we won the Super Bowl, we had a really good team. We had most of the team back, but we were just plagued with injuries, right? And, you know, Dallas Dallas comes into RFK. We're hobbling around. We're at eight and five. Dallas is, I think, um, at that point was 12 and two. No, we were eight and five. Dallas was 11 and two. And we ended up beating them 20 to 17. It was a fantastic game in the sense that it was so traditional NFC East football. We won with, you want to listen to this. So we had to kick two field goals. Our two touchdowns were a halfback pass from Ernest Biner to Terry Orr. 89, 21 to 89. And um, we stripped. Aikman in the end zone and recovered a fumble for a touchdown. Danny Copeland um, recovered a fumble. So we didn't score. We didn't score any traditional touchdowns in this game, but we won 20 to 17 against the team that was going to win the Super Bowl. 20 to 17. I think it's going to be a game like that. It's going to be just, it, it, it's going to be a bloodbath between the 20s. We're going to be pulling hair out of our heads, or in my case, my face all night. All day, whenever it's it's going to be one of those. It's not going to be some prolific, you know, ball out. Oh, everybody goes for four hundred yards passing. No, this is going to be the way it used to be. Low scoring, beating each other to death. I sure hope so, man. So I'm going to go with all that being said. And first and foremost, don't listen to me. I've been wrong every game. First game I 40 to 37. First game I had Jacksonville beating us. Second game I had us beating Eagles. So I'm delir- delusional there. Or, I mean I had the Eagles beating No, second game I had Detroit. the Eagles beating I'm sorry. First game I had us beating Jacksonville beating us. The second game I had us beating Detroit. The third game I had the Eagles beating us, but I had us scoring 33 points. So I've been pretty much I mean I picked the right person on the third game but not the score but i'm gonna go 21 to 20 commanders and i'm, I'm very skeptical this is the first time i'm picking the commanders to win all year <laughs> believe it or not uh so i think they can do it 21 20 like you said Phil, i think it's going to be a shootout i think it's going to be a very very close game relatively low scoring game and yeah that's my prediction 21 20 a couple predictions in the chat here we got yam who's saying 25 20 washington also please get terry involved more look at that marcus says hopefully 24 to 21 dallas i'm sick of my family who was cowboys fans and i can't stand right. skip bayless yep. i can't when i watched rerun of his show he is happy yep it's like that whole show wouldn't exist. what would they talk about if it wasn't LeBron James with Dallas Cowboys. Like if you take, I don't know. Jesus Christ, and I like them both. That's what's bad about it. Shannon Sharp is a national treasure, bro. That dude, yeah, love that dude. Love that dude. Aaron, thanks for watching. I don't know if this Aaron, our boy Aaron, share. Not sure, but he says we're going to lose thirty-eight to to thirteen. I'm going to go ahead and log 
all these all these scores. A.A. Ron got us at 38-13 Cowboys. And then we got Yam, who has it locked in 25-20 Commanders. And then we got Marcus 24-21. Man, we are some bias fools, aren't we? No, I'm just kidding. I think this game is much more winnable than than the other games. I think this is not a, as good as offensive team as the other games. So we definitely have a shot. But all right, fellas, let's let's wind this down for shout outs. What do we got for shout outs tonight? Dev, you got any shout outs? Uh shout out to uh, well, first off, again, you know, prayers for Tua. Hope you everything is good with him. Look pretty horrible. Um other than that, I have really no shout outs, but shout out to all the guys that came in chat with us today. I don't have a screen up to see all the names. I know Marcus was on there from LEB, uh, Jimmy, Yam, Yam. you know, Aaron. Oh, Thank you guys yeah. very much for coming by, man. Chris, John B, Tony. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, thank you for coming by, man. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. I know Steve and Phil do too. Yep. What you got, Phil? I got a second. Uh... What Dev said about Tua, prayers up for him. I just quickly pulled up a clip of him getting hit. See his hands, bro? Holy God. I'll Man. send you – Steve, if you want, I'll send you the clip. Because they're not going to replay that. It's it's bad. Twitter, um, bro, they don't give no fucks. Um, yeah. Uh, everybody down in Florida, um, prayers up to you, too. Hope you're holding out. I know it's, it's pretty nasty down there with the hurricane. Uh, shout out to my boy Kurt who watches the podcast Rest as well. Cabot, 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 Cabot. Uh, yeah, like uh, shout Kate. out to him. He says he's holding up pretty well up in Jacksonville. So, um, yeah, and uh, that's all I got tonight. All right. Well, I kind of repeat everyone's sentiments. Uh, thank you for tuning in, Marcus, Aaron, Yam, Ref the District, Chris O'Lone, Tyrone, Thomas, Jimmy. Lee Patterson, Tony Shivers. I think we had a couple other people jump in here, but thank you for joining. We really appreciate you guys, man. This is this is fun. And Sunday, it's on Sunday, one o'clock in Dallas. It's an away game. They're going to be in black jerseys. First black jersey game of the year, which I'm excited for. I don't know about you guys. And now I just heard those jerseys won't be out until November. So Marcus hey, Davis, you've got two, uh, another month and a half. Dev already got his. I he's got, got two of them up. from no, the he, great he's got, he, he, country he's got of his, uh, China. What's, what's Chinese for black. Uh, negro, <laughs> probably know. just like it is everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> negro, 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 negro. I do know how to say. Else. I do know how to say in Japan or Japanese, black or white. It's uh. Coco Jean is black and Hako Jean is white. Let that is a slur. Be the judge of that, by the way. What? We'll let Yam be the judge of that. Tell you. Go to Japan. Hako Jean. Yam yeah, got to uh, black in Japan. Yeah. And so they also got a uh, Bakashinade. I forget what that is. I used to have Japanese chick in college, man. Yeah. Well, we thank everyone for watching. Hey, if you haven't done so, please go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, also, that's also all available on audio, all of your audio podcast platforms. We're on Apple. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on Odyssey and Google. You can check us out and anywhere. Man. We appreciate it. And shout out to everything we talked about today, man. You know, rip to Coolio. I really hate the trip, but I got a low. As they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke, fool. I'm the kind of G that little homies want to be like on my knees in the night saying prayers Where's in the, the streetlight street for a commander's victory on Sunday.
That's, that's it right. right there. And we're so, very across the lines in another <laughs> gangster's paradise. Uh, Yam says, Shiroi is white, Kuro is black, but if you add Jin to the end, yes, it's a slur. Oh. I knew <laughs> I was white. Yeah, I was going to refer to American. Yeah, hey, hey, look, look, look. We had this kid in college, man. That's I can't dog. think of his name, but he knew no English, but he knew every fucking word to Tupac, Dear Mama. Now, he knew every word of it in perfect English, man. And I used to hang out with him all the time and watch anime and shit. And uh, and he told me those words. That's Master Sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Icing on top. Icing on top. That's right. Well, we appreciate everyone. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. And you can hopefully we're going to try to set up a spaces on Sunday. We'll see. I'm supposed to go to a Nats game with my family on Sunday. It's going to be pouring down rain up here. I don't know if we're going to make it, but uh, we think we're about starting a uh, Twitter space on Sunday in the pregame in the morning just to get some thoughts in and some, you know, injury reports. We'll see what the latest is. Kick it. So if you're over on Twitter, please go give us a follow on there at command underscore this. You can catch us on there for all of our, our stuff. We uh, basically just the same content, but on Twitter, we like being on Twitter and Facebook. So, hey, we will catch you on Sunday, hopefully for the dub. As always, peace. Hail. The soul trap.